First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. So it looks just like a regular, it's made look like a normal email mm-hmm. that you would not be able to, that would not be tracking you. And when you, when you oh, open it's it, tracking it's, you? it tracks what you do. Oh. It'll, it'll tell you whether or not you've clicked through. Did you watch the video inside? Did you actually open up the email? How many people didn't open the email? It shows you all of that information. And I, I do think it's deceiving because they, they're made in many cases to look like not ads, but to look like regular emails. So, I use that uh, that software. I wonder how the software works without that information. I guess is what I'm saying because I do think once Apple starts doing this, you're going to see other other uh, companies have to follow suit in order to remain competitive. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I have a couple of other uh, other thing uh, things. Uh, how how do how seriously do you take your uh, mini golf? Uh, gosh, I haven't played in years. When you do, when you play, it gets competitive. I, you know, the I've one over my... on the one over on two thirty three is just keeps growing and bigger and bigger. There's dinosaurs and everything. Yeah, I got. Then there's him one over there. here too uh, in in Marcy. Yeah, that one's been improved as well. Oh, uh, yeah, twenty three year old a twenty three year old guy was arrested in Ocean City, uh, Maryland, on Sunday after he got so upset over mini golf that he stabbed two of his, of his friends while oh. playing. Oh, Luckily, okay. it sounds like they weren't seriously hurt, but um, but this is how angry people can get over mini golf. Why did he use a mini knife? Is that how they weren't not, seriously hurt? I, actually, he took one of the one of the arms off the the little windmill and just stabbed him with it. <laughs> That's what I think probably happened. I don't know for sure. Uh, da, da, da. People may be seeing each other more face to face, but that does not mean they all want to touch. There was a uh, there. There was especially the younger demographic. They say that more than thirty three percent of Americans use their cell phone while on the toilet. Yeah, now we're so all, I'm not surprised kind of thinking, about that. Everybody's yeah. kind of thinking. I think the number might be higher than thirty yeah. percent. To be honest with you, I think it's like eighty five. Thirty percent admitted to using the <laughs> but, uh, cell phone but, on the toilet. But the thirty percent includes these are people who do not necessarily wash their hands. Oh right, that was a sub. That was a sub question in the survey. I, be, I guess there was. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So the question is, are you comfortable? And now that the the virus seems to be going away, and let's say that it does, will you uh, will you stop shaking hands because of that? Um, right now, uh, shaking hands has become a thing where you fist bump, you maybe elbow bump. 
Yeah. But now it's coming back. People are going to want to shake hands again. And knowing that that's going on, you know, and I love it, too. The first, what's the first thing you do with your cell phone when you go to a restaurant? You sit it there on the table. Mm-hmm. You're contaminating the whole table. It's terrible. Not. Yeah, um, you are. Not necessarily. Can I tell you, though? The germs are doing the mass exodus from your eyes, phone you are. everywhere around it. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I said to my son, uh, I, we were, I was chasing him around the pool, whatever. But anyway, I go, give me a hug. I give me a hug. And uh, he pointed his elbow at me like he was going to give me the elbow <laughs> bump. I said, get over here and give me a hug. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they got a kid has to know that it's different between a parent and, uh, you know, somebody that you're close with, a grandparent, yeah. versus a stranger. Yeah. You know, stranger danger, germs all over the place. Yes, Angela? You, you know, my mother was actually has been giving me the elbow bump for years. I'm, that's right. I don't... <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't want near you. And usually that's kind of bumping you out of and yeah, away from yeah. Get away from me. He also stays Kid. in the garage. A Texas woman, we talked about this yesterday, but I have audio, has been arrested after allegedly posing as a seventh grader and going to classes at her daughter's school. This 30, is more than one day or one 30, day? No, no, this is, this is the story from yesterday, but I have audio. 30-year-old Casey Garcia filmed the entire thing or taped it on her phone as a, quote, social experiment. And posted it online. And here she is going through the school day. Here's some audio. Yeah, get in. Okay. Do I look like a, a seventh grader? No? Cool. Awesome. But a 30-year-old disguising as a 13-year-old and made it through lunch? Well, I finally got caught. I told him that I would go to the principal's office. So I guess we're going to see what happens. Just want to say thank you to all the girls that helped me get to all of my classes yesterday. I really, really appreciate it. I honestly would have been discovered way sooner if it weren't for you. This lady sounds uh, like a nut job. I think so. And, you know, is she doing this because she's trying to secure the safety of her child and other students? Or is this, you know how many hits I'm going to get on this one? How many clicks? Well, that's what it is. That's the thing. When I first heard about this story, that's what it was described as, is this woman who was testing the school's security right, system. Right, right. But in listening to her describe her day, it's like she was having the most fun in the world. And it also sounds like she got uh, she ended up luring other students to be in, in, in on it, like probably her daughter's friends or something. Mm-hmm. And that's just not cool. You know, if I'm one of the parents of those kids and my kid was dragged into this thing, who knows? Now, I, I guess she's trying to show that anybody could sneak in and they could, I don't know, shoot up the school or something. I don't know. I don't know what she's trying to prove. Well, she's I, saying their security isn't working. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know what, what ultimately her goal is to, uh, to if, prove that. If you don't mind, if I can go from one extreme to another. <laughs> A 94-year-old Alabama woman received her high school diploma 79 years after dropping out of school. Wow. She went back to school. How does she get the diploma? Um, right? Isn't it like you drop out? Like if you're going to Proctor and you drop out, you get a GED. They don't come back when you're 29 and go, "Hey, allowed, you want the Proctor graduate?" They, uh, well, I think it's a, probably a nice, a nice little thing to do and a nice little publicity stunt. She's 94 years old, and they allowed her to come back 79 years after dropping out. Um, they said everything went well, but when the woman kept requesting bingo and sat down and started smoking a cigarette, they thought, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe this, uh, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Oh, man. That didn't happen. Grace Lee McClure Smith left high school at the age of 16 when her husband went to fight in World War II. Here she is along with her granddaughter, 
talking about the experience of going back to high school. I am so grateful. Thank you so much. She never, ever mentioned regretting anything in life. You know, she would never take it back because she absolutely loved my grandfather, and that was just what she wanted to do. But I think this was very important to her. All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's a pretty nice story. Right? How how many high schoolers do you hear uh, have a husband? Right. That's well, when she was sixteen. She well, left but, high school because her but, husband was going to the war. In, oh. in, in World War Two era, um, almost everybody got married right out of high school. You know. Yeah. And and in this case, you know, she was sixteen, and you know, people got married much earlier. I wonder so if her today, husband, you know, there are people thirty-five years old not getting married. It's a different I wo- world. I wonder if her husband, h- how much older he is, or how much older he was than her, because that would mean he was taken out of high school to go to you, war. You have the most inquisitive mind. You do. You, <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> you should. Yeah. You always ask me questions about stuff I have no well, clue about in the story. I'm, I'm just saying, if you figure, hmm, she I wonder was, what kind of socks you wore. No, no, it just, she was 15 or 16, right? And she left high school because her husband went to war. And it's like, wait, was he 16 and went to war too? Or was he like 20? 18. Or 17 or 18. Although in that era, in that time period, uh, young ladies married guys. um, Right. And they were were younger. Uh, On the line right now is Tanya J. Powers. Tanya, any questions out of you? Any questions about this story? Uh, no, but I will add um, that when I did an honor uh, an honor flight with World War II veterans to mm. Washington D.C. a yes. few years ago, I sat next to one on the plane who lied about his age so he could get into serve in the war. Yeah, uh, he, wow. was six, that. he was sixteen, and he he lied and said he was eighteen mm. uh, just so he could sign up and serve. So that you know, <laughs> they were they were getting in there pretty young. I mean, and some yeah. of them were were you know, lying about their age to do it. Not all of them, obviously. That's a very good yeah. point. And, and you know, there was a romanticism about war at the time, um, especially if you went to watch the, the newsreels at movie theaters and that sort of thing. Everything was played up su- such in a heroic and romanticized way. Yet, when, um, you know, yet World War II veterans oftentimes would never speak about what happened because it was so horrific what they went through. Um, yeah. Kind of, uh, yeah. kind of interesting. But again, and on top of that, Tanya, uh, you know, 1943, whatever year that was, um, it was a different era. Um, uh, Kids were, you know, you you went to high school and you got married. And there was, that's just the way it was. We look at it so differently. So, Uh, okay. Uh, Let me ask you about uh, the vice president's trip to Central America. Yes, this is her first foreign trip uh, to Guatemala yesterday. She will. She met with the Guatemalan president yesterday. She will meet with the Mexican president today uh, on her on her second uh, leg of the journey there. The uh, meeting yesterday with the Guatemalan president was actually kind of uh, bolstered to coincide with the meeting. The Biden administration actually announced uh, some new commitments to combat trafficking, smuggling, corruption. Um, as well as investments in economic development in the country there. So uh, as to as she pointed out, um, you know, she I think the soundbite that's getting probably the most attention from her trip is where she said, do not come to the border. Yeah. Um, the other thing that goes with that soundbite, which a lot of people may not understand, is the fact that she is explaining this because they're trying to, um, as, she, as she put it, 
address the root causes of migration to start with, which is what this, uh, you know, announcement from the Biden administration about the new commitments about the trafficking, smuggling, and the corruption and stuff, that is supposed to, to help uh, mitigate the, the problems in that country to start with so there's not a need for people to leave. Right, right. So that's, that's kind of what their, their focus seems to be. Um, she said that's what, uh, that's what her focus is. Uh, the meeting with the Mexican president is scheduled for today. They will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding uh, between the U.S. and, uh, and Mexico on uh, better cooperation with development programs in Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. Um, they'll also talk about vaccine sharing. Uh, the economic and security relationship between the U.S. and Mexico as well, and as I mentioned, the you know dealing with the root causes of, of migration from those from that region. Um, so those are, those are that those are a few of the topics that are on the table today. The, the one big question that uh, that kept uh, coming up and has been coming up for several uh, several weeks is that she has not visited the border. She's just assuming that that's the problem and dealing with the uh, the cause, but. That's been a big uh, a big question that she has not visited that U.S. Mexican border. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of people making a big deal out of that. Honestly, yep. um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, just as a, a bystander, I'm really, you know, it's not like you go to the border and you suddenly have your eyes opened as oh hey there's a problem. I mean, <laughs> there's there's briefings that that you know the vice president and the president get. They get the information about what's actually happening, who's going to the border. I mean, the Customs and Border Protection folks have actually come out with. Uh, new information as to who is coming across the border, like what nationalities right. uh, they are from. So, I mean, you know, sure, I, I guess, you know, if people want to want to see a trip to the border and, you know, the photo op and stuff, that's probably one thing. But as far as, like, the information about what's happening at the border, right, uh, right. you know, I think that, you know, they're probably getting briefed on that anyway. Well, I, 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 my, take I, 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 my take is on it that it's probably considered symbolic. Um, and if, you know, if that question is there, then why isn't President Biden visited the uh, the border? Mm-hmm. Um, and but beyond that, um, it's now gotten to the point where it's also political. So it's critical of the Biden administration. So now, if you go, all of a sudden, it's like you were pressured into going and. You went with your tail between your legs. So it's become one of those catch-22s, and my guess is you're not going to see her go to that, that border anytime soon because of that. I mean, she's actually been to, to some of the detention centers before she was elected vice president. Right, I mean, right. that's, you know, there, there's been other visits in the past. And like you mentioned, it is political at this point. You know, it's a, it's a political game that they're kind of being, um, you know, put in a position of, of are you going to play or not? I mean, but yeah. that's. That's politics, no matter what. You're That's where we are. No yeah. what the subject is. So, you know what's you know. funny? It's not like she's Joe Namath. It's not like if she goes down to the border, she's going to draw up some magic play in the right, dirt right. and then go. This is going to solve the issue. You know what I mean? Like she could. Right. She I could. could I, I could see her wearing the Joe Namath long coat, though. To <laughs> yeah. be honest, I could see that. Um, yeah. I, I again, it's uh, it's political now, and uh, it is what it is. So. Um, going to be so and then the other part of this is so and even the guatemalan president said it was the biden policy that got people to say they they were going to make the the uh, the trek and go because they thought they'd be allowed into the united states the the problem is there was a let's just for lack of a better term the trump administration took a tough love approach um the biden administration felt the tough love approach was inhumane both administrations don't want people to come across 
But by not being, uh, quote, inhumane, if you will, the Biden administration has, this is the result of it. And, you know, it's it's a real difficult uh, position to be in, depending on which side of this you want to be on. If you want to be the uh, humane country that, that, uh, that, that doesn't allow children to be turned away at the border, then this is what we're getting. They feel like they have an in. And well, that's where I, we I are. I point out that this actually started going up in, in April of 2020. Well, um, right. When the Trump administration introduced the pandemic-related, uh, you know, move to keep people from, you know, coming across the country, right. uh, the border of the country to seek asylum, that is when the illegal border crossings started to tick up. Uh, was April of last year, actually. Um, you know, things have obviously it increased. Um, you know, it accelerated. Let me put it that way, because of the uh, the Biden administration getting rid of some of the hardline policies that the Trump administration had had. Right, right. Um, but he hasn't, you know, like flung the doors open. There are still he's still getting the heat from Democrats about you know the amount of people that they're allowing to come in even now. I mean, so <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's 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 folks on both sides who aren't real happy uh, right now with the with the immigration stance and how things are going with that. So that'll be interesting to see if uh, if you know, anything changes after this trip to Guatemala and Mexico, or if, if some of their new policies put in place are actually going to help. All right, uh, Tanya, we appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. Of course. Thank you. Uh, Tanya J. Powers from Fox News. Um, let's see. There is a major outage, I, I understand. And that might be, I don't know, I'm just saying this, but it might be why our uh, our TV feed is down today. But there is a major technology um, outage as many websites have been disrupted by a, uh, a, a cloud company that is down. And that includes uh, some sites that are down. Are you ready? Uh, New York Times, CNN, Twitch, Reddit, uh, Amazon. A number of major websites are down to start off Tuesday morning because of a major outage now what has caused it is it just a technological problem or is this some sort of a uh, of an attack and maybe a response to all of that ransomware talk yesterday uh the u.s government saying that we have uh, we have taken basically taken all of that cryptocurrency back from that pipeline shutdown using ransomware uh we just uh, turned the same trick on to the ransomware bad actors and ended up taking all of that money that they had uh, that they had earned through ransom. Really, so that was announced yesterday. Now this morning, you start off the day, and throughout the world, there are uh, there are many website outages as we speak. Interesting. CNN is up. I just went there. New York Times. Oh, I, literally, just as I said that came I, the page. I finally see New York loaded. Times is up. Yeah. So I don't know, that's a good question. Um, and I went to Amazon <clears throat> to see when my toilet paper is coming, <laughs> and it, it's showing to me, it's showing me that uh, that Amazon is up as well. Uh, numerous websites unavailable Tuesday after an apparent widespread outage at the cloud service company Falsely or Fastly, and dozens of high traffic websites. The San Francisco-based company acknowledged a problem just before, um, okay, it it happened overnight. It is uh, repeatedly tried to update, and in some cases, um, many of those websites are now back up. So it looks like the problem has been corrected. But overnight and early this morning, uh, many of those sites were, uh, were down. Interesting stuff. 
Okay, we have a uh, another uh, warm day on the way today. Not quite as warm as yesterday. And we'll get a little more rain out of this one today uh, through the day. Get a little sun, but still uh, some thunderstorms, which could be a little tough to deal with. We'll have a full forecast coming up. Top of the hour, WIBX. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.